Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Hackabacca Show with your host, Becca. And in today's episode, I'm going to be touching on AmeriCorps um, food. So the situations with how meals work, cooking food, all of that. And I'm also going to be touching on the laundry. I know those two things are really random to put together, but the housing episode was running really long. So I wanted to put a little section in here about the laundry just because I think it's important to note a couple things. So let's go ahead and dive right in. So first and foremost, the laundry situation. So you will be responsible for having your own soap, um, any dryer sheets, that sort of thing. Uh, When you get to campus, they do have washers and dryers available for everyone to use for free. Um, When I first got to campus, there really wasn't too many that were working and it was kind of a pain. You had to wait or do your laundry at really random times. Um, So definitely be conscious of that, um, but also bring soap with you. So, um, or you can get some at the store, but what I did is I brought laundry sheets with me and this way I was able to fly with them and it wasn't a problem. Um, you could also bring laundry pods too. Sometimes people will leave laundry soap from the previous class so there there's a little bit on campus but like for me I can't use anything that has scents in it or anything like that so I wanted to make sure I brought my own laundry soap and I was like really adamant about that um but yeah so you bring your own soap and then you use the washers and dryers by the end of the program they had like all the washers working all the dryers working so that was really nice um but again You have to kind of do your laundry at weird hours just because there's so many people who want to do their laundry, especially right before leaving for Spike. And depending on the housing um, also depends on the laundry. So a lot of times you have, um, you have to do laundry at a laundromat. So that's what we did a lot. You do get money for it. They give you laundry money, but it honestly does not cover a a lot so because a lot of times laundry mats are expensive nowadays and um you know it just really depends so your team leader will give you um your allotted amount i think it was 22 dollars for six weeks so um if you uh you know and that's for your washer and your dryer and you have to make it last for those six weeks 22 dollars which if you go to a laundry mat nowadays y'all know that's not a lot. So definitely try to get creative in how you can spread your laundry money out a little bit. Um, If you don't have too much to wash, try to combine it with other people or however you do it that way just to kind of make the funds spread because once your funds run out, that's it. You have to provide your own money to do laundry. Um, But yeah, so we use laundry mats, but sometimes housing does have like a washer and dryer available um and sometimes they even provide soap so um that's really cool something to note as well and um people can be very generous so it really just depends and you don't always get the laundry money so let's say like your housing says that they're going to provide a washer and dryer for you you're not going to be given laundry money unless like a very random situation happens where the laundry um, or like the washer breaks or the dryer breaks or whatever, then AmeriCorps will um, approve of giving you guys money for laundry. Um, but other than that, 
it's not like you are guaranteed the laundry money every time, especially if the sponsor says that they're going to provide a washer and a dryer for you. Okay, so now we're going to talk about food. And food on campus is very interesting. Um, When I first got there, it was catered. So they had some ladies come in and they were cooking us breakfast and making sandwiches for lunch and then cooking us dinner. And this food was bomb. Let me tell you, it was so good. Um, And, you know, we really did not know that it was going to (laughs) end. Um, we thought they were going to be there the whole time and it was like, "Mm, jokes on y'all. They were only there for the first week. And then we had to be, um, in charge of making our own food. Um, or like teams had to make food for other teams in that sense. So for example, um, there would be a breakfast team, but they were just responsible for putting out the food for breakfast. So like we had cereal and bagels and oatmeal. Um, and then, also putting out the lunch stuff, which was sandwich stuff. So you make your own sandwich and you have to do all of that during breakfast time because then the kitchen closes. So for example, breakfast time will be like six o'clock in the morning to 730 in the morning and you have to make your breakfast and your lunch and get any snacks that you want for that day all in that time period. If you don't wake up in time, which has happened to me and I know to a lot of other people, if you don't wake up in time, you do not eat for that day because they literally will close the kitchen. So you best believe you better have some snacks with you or um, other teammates bring you like their snacks and you try to like put together a meal for yourself, whatever. Um, That was kind of a tricky part to navigate was being told like you can only eat and grab food during this time and then that's it because like when I wake up I like to have you know like an hour before I eat and um, I just kind of chill let my body like wake up naturally and all of that and then it was like no you got to wake up and get your food like it was super super quick so um, definitely prepare for that ahead of time I think I wasn't as prepared for it until I'd say like the last round um, when I was confident enough in myself to just bring food to campus that I could make on my own. I didn't have to, you know, wake up at a certain time and immediately make something. Like, I bought my own stuff and um, just had my own food, but you don't have to do that. I just did that because I, my body was just not liking having to wake up immediately and get food and, you know, for two meals and then whatever. It was, it was a lot. So, Um, That's just definitely something to be aware of when you are on campus. There is a time limit of when food is available. So like be there or be square. Basically be there or starve is what they're saying. (laughs) And how the dinners work is a team will be responsible for cooking the meals for the whole core. So um, your team of eight, nine, ten people will make food for 150 people and You have to be aware that a lot of people have dietary restrictions, whether this is they're vegan, gluten-free, nut allergies, all of that. You have to take that into consideration when you make your meals. So if you are having spaghetti, for example, you have to have a gluten-free option um, and you can't like mix the meat in the sauce because there's vegans and vegetarians who are not able to eat the meat. Um, you have to like really 
be mindful of all of these dietary restrictions, which can seem like a lot, but if you just work together and try to get creative in the kitchen, it's not too bad. It, it ends up being okay. And dinner time is also kind of a time limit as well. Um, it's, you, you know, you serve dinner from anywhere from 6 o'clock, um, 6.30, whenever dinner's ready, basically, you serve dinner and then a teen-up cleanup team comes in and cleans everything up and then the kitchen is closed again so like you can't while you're on campus just go and like make your own food in the kitchen it's an industrial kitchen that is um closed with your key card you have to open it and core members key cards um lose access to the kitchen after certain hours or in between certain hours so you're not always allowed access into the kitchen but there are fridges, so you can keep your stuff in a fridge, and um, let's say, like, you buy a bag salad or something, like, put your name on it, put it in the, put it in the fridge, you can have access to that, because that's in the cafeteria, it's not inside the kitchen, so they only close off the kitchen at certain times, but the cafeteria remains open 24-7. Okay, so eating during spike is a lot easier, because you're only, um, you know, responsible for like 10 people on your team um, or anywhere from 12, 8 to 12 people. Um, but you do have to kind of coordinate a little bit with your other teammates. So this can be a little bit challenging. Um, my team, we had a unique situation where somebody was very protein heavy and, you know, really enjoyed having protein with every meal and making sure that it was usually an animal product protein but then we also had a vegan on the team so that was a really interesting dynamic to navigate and people had to be creative so our food coordinators um again a food coordinator is somebody who um, is in charge of making the cooking schedule or also um, putting together the grocery lists and that sort of thing for the teams. Um, our food coordinators, they really did their best. They did a really good job at trying to make sure that they were providing for everybody's needs. Um, but it was definitely tricky. It was a very tricky position. I was in the position during the last round with another teammate of mine. And me and her, you know, we tried our best and it's it was challenging. It was definitely a challenging position to be in um, just because people take food really personally. You know, it's part of their living. They, you know, they, their survival is food. So um, making sure that, you know, we're buying foods that everyone is able to eat and um, that is accessible as well. Um, some people did not know how to cook or chose not to cook. And so sometimes they struggled with figuring out what to eat if we didn't have like microwavable food available. So you really have to get creative and definitely have some patience with people because there's people who don't know how to cook. And like I said, a lot of people in the program are 18, you know, just fresh out of the house. They haven't had to cook their own meals for themselves yet. Um, so definitely show some grace. We've definitely had some kitchen mishaps for sure like meat that wasn't all the way cooked through or, um, you know, super crunchy rice or <laughs> just things like that. And, you know, it, it is challenging too when you're 
used to cooking for a small amount of people or just yourself or not cooking at all to then having to cook for 10 people, you know, and doubling up recipes or making really big meals. So um, it definitely was a challenge for a lot of people. And, um, you know, again, sticking with the dietary restrictions to having that in mind, um, that created a little bit of a challenge. So you just really have to try to um, stay creative and do unique recipes or do two different recipes for a night. It just really depends. And you really have to make it work for your team. So, um, for example, my team, we pretty much ate together every single night. Um, We had dinner, but later in the year, so towards like round three, the end of round three, um, people were making their own meals or we really only ate together like three times a week. Um, It just depends on what works for your team. Some people, they probably didn't have any, you know, team meals and you're responsible for your own and they just buy a bunch of random things and you have to be creative for your own meals and be responsible for yourself. Um... So that's kind of interesting, but when you're on Spike, you do have the ability to eat kind of whenever you want, as long as it's before work, Um, and then you have to also bring your lunch a lot of times, and depending on the job, you may not have access to a microwave or anything like that, so sandwiches definitely become your friend um, when you are in AmeriCorps, (laughs) so if you don't like sandwiches, be creative, try to find something else to eat um, because, yeah, you just, you never know. You never know. And I know a lot of people on campus, they've relied on um, like DoorDash, Uber Eats, Postmates, that kind of thing, um, which you are able to get when you're on campus. But um, during Spike, you may not have access to those things. Sometimes you are in communities that are super, super far away and they don't do Uber Eats. They don't do DoorDash or anything like that. So, um, you know, going to the grocery store is really important and you have to make sure that you're getting meals and you're getting snacks and things for, um, the team and for yourself, um, that are going to sustain you, you know, through the time that you're in the program. One thing with the food coordinators as well is um, they have to maintain a budget. So the food budget is um, $6 per day per core member for food. So it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now, it's it can be a lot and it also can be very little. It just depends. A lot of times communities will come together and bring meals to teams or help provide some sort of snacks some sort of groceries, make lunches, um, that sort of thing. Like our team, we were very fortunate that most of the rounds people provided food for us. There was one round where um, we were not given really any food and we used up pretty much our whole budget for food. Um, But then other times we were provided food, so we had a little more room in our budget and we were able to buy random things from the grocery store, um, or, you know, more expensive items, that sort of thing. Um, so you really just have to be creative, have to kind of plan those things. And if you're somebody who, you know, needs to eat a certain amount or that sort of thing, um, you might have to dip into your own funds to buy stuff for yourself. That's just kind of the reality of it. Or if you are really picky about something, that can be kind of challenging as well. 
Um, so just kind of something to keep in mind is, um, you know, if you do have a really strict diet or that sort of thing, it might be challenging for you during this program. And especially when people are making food for you. So typically, um, you know, we tell the sponsors, hey, these are our dietary restrictions. If people are to make meals for us, please try to adhere to these restrictions. Um, But, you know, just as it's difficult for you as an individual to make meals for nine people with various dietary restrictions, it's difficult for a random person who's just trying to do it out of the kindness of their heart as well. So, um, yeah, that's that's just always something to keep in mind. And a lot of times when people provide us food, um, you know, they want to do pizza or something. Well, that may not always work for a vegan, you know, because cheese and meat and all that on the pizza. So, it's it's challenging, but you definitely have to just kind of find some grace and um, be willing to pitch in your own money if you do have a dietary restriction. Unfortunately, that's just kind of the way it is. It's really, really difficult to accommodate for so many different things, um, you know, when at the end of the day, people may not have the funds to do that or aren't sure of the creativity. Um, it just, it really depends. So definitely try to show some grace um, to those who are just trying to be generous and give you food out of the kindness of your heart. And one thing that kind of frustrated me when I was a food coordinator was we would buy things that team members wouldn't always eat. Um, so definitely get stuff that people will eat, you know, like that you're guaranteed to eat, especially before the end of the round because you can't really travel with a whole lot of food. So that last week can be pretty challenging when shopping for food and all of that. Um, So something that I did was um, have people just, you know, pick out items that they want and that's what you're getting. So not a lot of like team things, but more like individuals. So, um, you know, that's just mostly for the last week of each round because then you're going to be traveling and you can't take food with you and you can't always leave food at your housing that you're at so it really just depends but sometimes there's a lot of food waste um and to cut back on that again just try to have people eat or buy things that you know people are going to eat before y'all leave eating out and travel days so this one is pretty unique um there is a rule that you cannot spend more than 15 dollars per person Um, when eating out and everybody has to be together um, when you eat out. So it has to be everybody from your team and you are maxed out at $15 per person. This includes tax and tip. So that usually means the meal can't be more than $12 per person or like $11.99 when you do the math. This is also in your food budget. So if you know during the round, if you guys want to eat out one day, you can, but that's going to be like $300 from your food budget. So just kind of keep that in mind a little bit. Um, and then on travel days too, um, that $15 limit does exist and, you know, you have to get, um, something on the road. So that can be a little tricky. We've usually would eat at like a subway or something, but one thing that we did, um, is we did this later in the round and it makes it a lot easier is we literally just went to Walmart and told everybody, okay, you have $12 to spend, go get food for yourself. And that's going to be your meal during travel day. 
Um, that honestly just worked out for our team a lot better. We would eat at restaurants sometimes, but um, we did try to limit that a little bit just because it's hard to find restaurants that don't charge gratuity for um, big parties and that are cheap enough to fit into the budget. So it's just, it can be a little a little hard and you have to do some strategizing. But um, yeah, definitely try to find things that you know, oh, and also that fit people's dietary restrictions, right? Because sometimes you can be going to a diner and they may not give a hoot about vegan people or, you know, have anything vegan on the menu and that can be really challenging. So, um, you know, just trying to navigate all that. Sometimes it's easier just to post up at a Walmart and, you know, buy some food. <laughs> and speaking of Walmart too, I swear Walmart should sponsor AmeriCorps or something because AmeriCorps shops at Walmart so much. Like every team does their grocery shopping at Walmart. And we ended up doing um, Walmart pickup orders. At the very beginning, we were doing, like we would go to the store as a team and go grocery shopping all together. But then we ended up just doing the Walmart pickup order. And that worked out a lot better for our team because then only two people had to go and pick it up and then come back. Um, and you had a little bit more control of what you're buying and, you know, you can, people suggest items and then you can get the cheapest item or switch things up a little bit. And it, it just made it easier when you did the Walmart pickup order. Um, but yeah, so Walmart is a huge part of AmeriCorps. Just saying, if you've never been to a Walmart, you will in the program. So don't worry. <laughs> um, you will get very comfortable with finding a Walmart and shopping there for your grocery needs. So that pretty much covers um, all things food and laundry <laughs> when it comes to AmeriCorps. As always, if there's any questions, please email me or put it in the Google form and I will try to answer them um, either to you directly or I will um, put it in an episode. So thank you all so much for your time today. I really appreciate y'all listening and I hope you have a great day. Take care. <laughs>